Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Welcome to Spotlight, the programme dedicated to celebrating arts on our island. On today's programme, actor, writer, director and teacher Alex Duncan joins me and island filmmaker Felipe Kawalshuk from Open Water Films. Alex joins me first to talk about his brand new radio drama, Garden of Teeth and Claws, which will have its exclusive first play here on Mike's Radio this Christmas. I feel like it's a Manx exclusive. I feel like we're doing it for the people. For the pe- well, what a treat for <laughs> yeah, the Manx yeah, Radio listeners. So. Yeah, I hope so. Tell me what we can expect. What's on our, on our way this Christmas? Well, doing our, our first adventure, which came out two years ago, which I suppose you could call it the first Hall and Kelly adventure, which was Whistle Once More for Ginny. We, we instantly dived into this world of... 1920s horror i think my whole goal was to to do an homage to hammer horror films but to have it to have it tongue-in-cheek but not to be a pastiche so we're straight on to the next adventure the idea for which was there from the beginning i always knew that i wanted to throw these wonderful vintage heroes against one of the greatest legends that we have on the island which is of course the the more the do um so horror terror laughs excitement lie ahead and what's amazing about radio is i think we've just got what would essentially be a 100 million dollar movie but you've got it right inside your head so it's that wonderful thing about radio that you're creating the imaginative world yourself as well but i i cannot wait for people to hear it this is real big budget action film stuff and tell me the title so this is called a garden of teeth and claws which i think was slightly inspired by that 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 wonderful quote of um red in tooth and claw but even then the title was there from from the beginning from two years ago of course we've had quite a two years so this may have come out this time last year but of course getting something like this together takes quite a while creating anything artistic during a pandemic is fascinating and comes with all sorts of challenges but everybody involved has been extraordinary and the amount of love and time and passion that goes into some of these things is is infectious and you're a writer you're an actor mm, mm. you're based on the island yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a teacher on yep, the island yep, yep. how did you find your your way into radio plays and what is what is it about a radio play that's a really tricky one and it's probably one that i ask myself quite a lot even when when driving here i was thinking and this is going to take a diversion but i will get back onto it <laughs> I, I was thinking about robert rodriguez who's the, the filmmaker and he was making his first film el mariachi i think he was making it in mexico and he, he made an entire feature film for five hundred dollars and he coined the phrase guerrilla filmmaking he he didn't know how to make a film he didn't have any actors he had one camera that barely worked and yet they made a feature film there was something quite punk about that not really knowing but just throwing yourself into it and i had story and we've got a wealth of stories just a million ideas whizzing through me and i thought this this is perfect for radio it's a beautiful medium do I know how to do it? No. Have I done it before? <laughs> I've done a little bit of it before. Can I write? Yes. Can I act? Yes. Do I know lots of actors? Yes. Am I going to try it? Damn straight I am. So let's just jump into it. And if it means being a little bit a little bit punk about it and finding our feet as we're doing it, that's more exciting in a way because you're you're throwing yourself into it with 
sort of headstrong, almost childish gumption that you can do it and you're going to do it. And you seem to be a man who is totally kind of powered by creativity. Mm. 24-7, that's that's how you live your life. Absolutely full stop. And that's always how I've lived my life. It possibly means that I live in a, in a slight dream world 24-7. But in every single way, my life is surrounded by stories and the love of stories in, in any medium throughout the day. And I am a classic old-fashioned nerd. I'm hardcore into my pop culture. So I grew up on anime, manga, fantasy, films, TV, video games, and that's still a massive part of my life. So, uh, yeah, I I feel as though I'm utterly surrounded by made-up nonsense. You grew up on the island Mm, mm. and you came back not so long ago, but but time is ticking, I imagine. Yeah, not not that long ago. So so I I did the typical route that I, I think some actors who grew up in the island made. I didn't really know what a good level and a good standard of acting was when when I grew up on the island. So I wanted to know. So I went away and I joined the National Youth Theatre and then went to drama school. I went to the Guildford School of Acting. All great. Went on tour. Became a very typical touring jobbing actor for just over a decade. So it took me all across the world. I worked with great companies. So I worked with the Globe and the National and the RSC, the BBC. So I was a fairly consistent working jobbing actor. Was that enough for me? Absolutely not. Were there other stories that I wanted to tell completely? So that's when I began writing. And of course, when I was living away from the Isle of Man, what was I dreaming about? I was dreaming about the Isle of Man and this wonderful place that I grew up in. So my first novel was a complete love letter to the island and the stories that I grew up on. And my love of adventure stories all just squashed together. And that did that did well. That did well. That sold tens of thousands of copies and was a nice success. Um, so, and did you write that while you were on back on the island? That was written. Not a single word of that was written on the island. Wow. And in fact, looking back on it, I don't think it could have been written on the island. Mm-hmm. I think my yearning for the island, probably whilst I was doing something like being in pantomime in Southend on Sea, uh-huh. or or doing some Ray Cooney farce in a theatre in Windsor or Hull, it was that yearning that that drove it. Not only have you written the radio play mm. we're we're exclusively mm. exclusively going to hear on Manx Radio, but you perform in it, mm-hmm. you act in it, yep. you've produced the mm-hmm. whole thing, you've brought everyone together, but yep. you've you've edited it as yep. well. Yep, yep. How was that process? <laughs> yeah, it's mad, probably quite silly. It's huge. So first of all, those ideas melt in your brain for for months. And then suddenly you you barf out the script in a few weeks. So it was done in the second lockdown. When we went into that early lockdown in January, I thought, I've finally got some time. My new baby is sleeping. So <laughs> so I'm going to use that time. And I was wildly pretentious. I sat upstairs. I had a few candles around me. I had very cheesy music in the background. And I knocked it out in a few weeks. And then you've got the production side. So you're bringing actors together and you're getting the studio time and you're you're doing your read-throughs and you're doing your actual recordings. That's a challenge in itself. But then the the big challenge comes when you're you're sat 
at your computer and you're creating these huge soundscapes and again talking about not knowing it say i'm i'm suddenly i'm sat there at a computer and i'm facing a scene where i know that there is say a huge riot in a ballroom where there's a hundred guests and i'm sat there and i'm going right well at this point i have no idea how to do this but I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to create this enormous soundscape. So it, it's, a, it's a jigsaw piece, but actually quite a rabbit hole of a jigsaw piece. You find yourself in this glorious zone where you are obsessing over different types of shoe falls or, <laughs> or does that champagne pouring in that glass sound correct? Is that, did that sort of gun exist there where, where he's cocking that, that, that pistol? Would that have existed in the 1920s? Is that sound effect right? I want the more the do to sound terrifying. Is this enough? So it builds and it builds. And to look at it on, say, a computer screen, it is a, it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. There could be 30, 40 different things happening at once to create this. Wow, such an, a man of detail. Uh, I try. <laughs> I, I think the word is obsession. <laughs> and this is not your first, not your last piece of writing. Mm. What does the future hold for for your, your work? What are the aspirations kind of going forward creatively? Hall and Kelly can go on many adventures. Yeah. There, are even, there are even teasers in this. Those who know their Marvel films know they have to sit beyond the credits. I would suggest people do the same with this as well because they're going to get some lovely Easter eggs for further adventures ahead. Um, I'm still writing lots of things for radio. I've got a big idea for a young Manan and McClear, a very Celtic-inspired fantasy for the radio. I've got a big idea to do a fantastic barnstorming retro science fiction for the radio. So uh, as far as ideas go, I'm I'm a well. <laughs> Ain't no stopping you. No, no, no. Excellent. OK, yeah. so when can we tune in? So... Garden of Teeth and Claws is on at six o'clock on the 28th of December. Get your family together. There's a real joy in sitting. It almost feels like a traditional thing. Get your favourite blanket, get your favourite drink, get your chocolates and your crisps, turn on the radio, turn it up loud. You'll have an absolute blast. And then straight away after that, it'll be able to be downloaded as a podcast. So should you want to do your dog walk and listen to it? That's where I listen to my radio. So should you want to do the same, it'll be available for you. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Also joining me this week is filmmaker Felipe Kawauchuk. I asked Felipe what his company, Open Water Films, does. Open Water Films is a production company that came from Brazil. I just translate the name. In Brazil, I used to be Mar Aberto, and it's the same like open water in English. And I used to work in big projects, uh, do a lot of co-productions, and work for for really uh, big movies with uh, Paramount Pictures distribution, so big names in in the, the market. What is the, the film scene like in Brazil? The film scene in Brazil is really, uh, it's amazing because we have an amazing history in the cinema, mostly in the outdoor cinema, you know, the independent cinema. So if you if you look for festivals around the world, in Cannes Festival, uh, Venice, if you go for Locarno, if you go to New York, if you go to any big festivals that you can sell, they tell it it's like an artist festival. 
you're going to watch a, a Brazilian move. When you were in Brazil, you were often working in a team. You were working um, with other other filmmakers. What was your role in the productions you were working on? When when you start in in, in the, the 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 cinema uh, career, you know, you you used to do everything that's possible. You start small, carry on, uh, carry the, the 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 garbage, taking the garbage from the set, and etc. So I did all the steps possible in the, the crew, in the movie crew. I started, of course, wanting to be a director and a script writer. I started doing that, but I realized that it's really hard to, to do your own film, you know? So I started to, to, to be in a, the produ production department. When did you find your love of film, of being part of the, the cinema world? In my college, in, in my hometown, It's a, a, a place northeast Brazil, so it's a, it's a amazing, but it's a poor place, you know. So at that time, there were no film schools and nobody's talk about doing films. So you're going to be a, a, a doctor, you want to be a lawyer. That's what the options that I, that I, that I had to, to choose. I remember one time that one guy that in, in my classroom, he, 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 he was from Rio de Janeiro. In Rio de Janeiro, That, that 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 was the place that the, the movies were were done at that time, and you have you got film schools etc. And he said, "I'm gonna do in I'm gonna going to to a film school." And I look at him. I was 18 at that time, so I was an old guy for starting something, uh, relatively. Yeah. So he said, I'm going to do a, a, a film school. And I said, what the hell is this guy saying? <laughs> he's crazy. How he's going to study cinema? And how he's going to earn money? And is it possible in Brazil? And I'm going to tell you, after one year after, I was studying cinema, but by myself, you know. I started to read books. I started to go to the video store yeah. <laughs> and re rent the, the 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 VHS. You call it? Yeah, yeah. VHS, yeah. yeah. You're oh, showing your age there now, for Yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> show my age. Yeah, I used to go and, and rent the films, and I do a copy in my in my home with uh, video cassette. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I do my home. So I I I, I started uh, my own film uh, collection, my own. Uh, Library, I don't know how to say the, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I got my films. I still have it in Brazil. No That's way. amazing. And yeah. now you're on the Isle of Man. <laughs> how many years have you been on the island now? I arrived in 2017. 2017. Yeah, so almost five years. That's quick maths, yeah. <laughs> next, next, next year, yeah. In June next year, I'll be five years. And what was that transition like coming from Brazil to the island and still being passionate about working as a filmmaker? That was, was my first my first thoughts before coming. I said, okay, uh, I used to have my own business in Brazil, so I could come. I came with my wife. She came, she was relocated in, in her job. And I said, okay, I never heard about Isle of Man, but probably it's a good life experience. So let's do it where we don't have children we I'm, I'm i'm the owner of my own business so i can quit my business and see what happens there so i i really don't expect i was expecting nothing but maybe to be in the uk uh, i don't know 
it's not UK, but it's UK, mm-hmm. uh, close to London, etc. So, okay, maybe I can start something in London or even start studying because I never have the opportunity to study yeah, in a yeah, proper yeah. film school, you know. So I just came. You just leapt and yeah. yeah let's see what happens. Uh-huh. If I need to to work in other other business, I will. But uh, that was funny because uh, I was in in the Isle of Man Film Festival yeah. last month, and I told that I was speaking for 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 the audience to introduce my my short film, and I told them the first thing that I did in Isle of Man after found my apartment and get settled here was going to the Isle of Man Film Festival. And there, I watch good short films. I see good people. And I say, okay, uh, there's, there's a chance to... I have I have something to do here. And that made, made me believe in that. So, yeah, I started to do films with my, my iPhone. I, I didn't have the, the money to buy a camera. So I just bought a camera almost two years after being here, but I did something with my mobile. So that was really great for me. Uh, one aspect was I used to work in, in big, big projects, etc., etc. And now in Isle of Man, I started to, to back to my roots, you mm. know. So I'm the guy who writes the, the script. I am the director. I am the cameraman. I started to, to operate the camera because in a good that wasn't big something project. you were doing before yeah right i used to do it when i was young you know but i, I, I spent a lot uh, the last years before i come to the isle of man i was not in carrying the camera and doing the camera you know so i i had to to back to to all the the things that is uh to be a filmmaker mm-hmm. because nowadays when i started it was it's, it's funny when i started if you said okay what are you doing uh uh in the set, oh, I do everything you want. I, I'm, I can do the production. I can do the camera. I can do it. Hey, hey, no, no, you can do everything. Yeah, you just yeah. do one thing. Yeah, that was I, I heard from uh, one of the most important filmmakers from Brazil at that mm-hmm. time, and he said it to me. I say, okay, okay, and I'm never gonna tell it again. But nowadays, if you don't do everything, you are out of the. <laughs> <laughs> the market you know sure sure so all right I, i'm now uh, with 40 years old i'm starting to do uh, everything that i i started mm-hmm. to 20 years ago and now i have the opportunity to start so yeah i'm feel i'm feeling really uh, fresh sure. isle of man made me be a, a film a, a, a modern filmmaker you know and people might know you from being involved in various music projects on the island in particular um biski Richt. Uh-huh. you're a staple member now tell me about your music that's another gift that happened with me because i i spent all my life i really thought that i i would live just for the for the music i had a band in in, in brazil for 20 years we recorded three albums we traveled to to Europe to to play in concerts, so we were big uh, in our place. Uh, and when I come here, of course, I need to quit because I understood that okay, it's really hard to 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 get into the the music business, as it's really hard to get into any business, uh, film business, theater, etc. So the arts in general. So when I arrived here, I said, okay, music's over for me. I'm just going to be one uh, a music fan because I think music is much more important than films and than books. For me, music is the, the real thing, you know, of, of, of life. 
There's no life without music. We can live without anything but music, in, in my opinion. To meet Ruby and start playing percussion that, that was I used to play in my band in Brazil. And the one band that is, is, is a cool band, but at the same time they are really rooted in, in, in the Manx uh, culture. So for me it's perfect because I used to live in Brazil with music, but all the time connected to, my, to the Brazilian culture, the African culture. So I spent 10 years of my life, 20 years, 20 years of my life, just listening Brazilian roots, Brazilian music. So I miss a lot of cool bands, Coldplay. Uh, <laughs> all this, all this band, I don't know anything. You missed it. Coldplay. I miss Coldplay. <laughs> I missed, uh, I don't know how, how many bands I, I, I missed because I was listening just to, to Brazilian uh, music. Now I'm trying to, to listen all this and I have the Spotify <laughs> now and I'm trying to run for the, the time that I... <laughs> But yeah, so I'm I, I mean, Biscuit Brisket, I'm going to tell you, I think it's the best band, not the best band in the island because there's one thing that in the island is really, really good is, is with uh, bands and musicians. But for me, for my reality, if I, if I would choose which band I'm going to play in the Isle of Man, right? I arrive in the Isle of Man, I want to play in a band. If I, if I could do that, Probably I would choose Biscuit Brisket. And they choose me. Absolutely. And so that's another thing that I, I can tell you. It's a lucky stuff, you know. And listen, <laughs> I um, just remember seeing Pisky like I'd never seen them before in Castletown in Secret Pizza. And I was like, who is this guy playing the triangle? <laughs> I have never seen anyone play the triangle like that before in my life. Honestly, Felipe is one of the best percussion players I have ever, ever witnessed in my entire life. It's something special. And you clearly have such a love for what percussion can add to a band and to, to a piece of music. Yeah, and percussion is the... the, the most simple thing that you can do yeah just to 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 put some kind of brightness or some really small details in the in the music but make makes all the difference so that's what what i try to do and and i have this kind of feeling when i'm playing i'm really feeling and i'm really ha happy doing that and it's like nothing is happening around me i'm just feeling the music so sometimes it's like the the way you 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 put your energy and uh, mm -hmm. out so i think people feel that on you, the, at the audience listen i thought that anyone could play the triangle anyone can't <laughs> play the triangle if you can play the triangle like felipe you're winning at life 100% <laughs> yeah you can try to do we can do a triangle competition maybe <laughs> in the Isle of Man. <laughs> that's that is one that's one to do absolutely so if people want to look at your work get in touch with you and find out more how's the best way to get in touch the website of course uh, open water films.co.uk and for something more fun we can go to instagram and go to open water underscore films and that's it and send send me a message just to say something and maybe i really interested i'm going to start my uh, a short film in january uh funded by art council so because of the the pandemic stuff i i'm really uh missed that for this two years now that i, I need to start it but i'm going to start it for sure in some kind of folk horror movie so it would be be funny and I, w i would like to have uh people with me 
even people that never ever made uh, something like that or a film. So if you want to to try something in the this filmmaking world, just send me a message or let's let's get together. And this guy is absolutely fantastic. Don't miss out. Get in touch and look at Felipe's work at Open Water Films. Look at it today. It's absolutely brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. And there you have it. Felipe from Open Water Films bringing this season of Spotlight to an end. I've been Michelle James and thank you so much for joining me over the last eight weeks. All that's left is for you to have a lovely Christmas and all the best for the new year. <laughs>